This pandemic. Mm, mm, mm. This is some of the wildest times that we are living in, spanning all the way down to the 50s going forward. I don't think nobody realized exactly what is really going on. Right now, we're at a civil unrest and a health unrest, yet nobody is recognizing why these things are happening. Now, I know you're going to listen to this podcast and be like, wow, we bringing this up again. Why is she talking about things so heavy? But everybody else talking about it, hell, why can't I? The problem is, is that we're not talking about it enough, not within our community, but in our own household. In order for change to happen, we have to fix the problems within our doorstep first. Divorce is at the highest rate. You have kids that are getting molested, abused. They're getting sick and dying at alarming rates. You had the elderly trying to tell us what's going on and how to get our life and our world back on track, but nobody listens. You have people that are in power right now that care more about padding their wallets than the lives of the people in which we see every day. But don't nobody want to talk about really why this is going on. Then we're becoming lazy when it comes to this extra $600 that everybody is getting on unemployment. Now, let me make sure I say this. Everybody is not taking advantage of the system, but a lot of people are. Has this pandemic become a blessing or a hindrance? Let's talk about it. everybody this is pine size diva and as you know this is my podcast the show that you're going to get the real tea the real scoop some highs some lows and around raw and dosey dose but one thing you'll learn about me is that i'm always going to keep it 100 solid all the way through from the front to the back and up and the down so follow me on this journey as you continue to hear about how hard it is to be me As we get ready to go through the second half of this pandemic, one thing I want to make sure everybody understands that, one, I don't think we really came out of ever of the phase one of it. And two, I think phase two is going to be a little harder than phase one. And let me explain why. Because I feel like a lot of people thought that since we got through phase one without a breeze, phase two is going to be even easier, which I don't agree with. Think about it. In certain states or around the United States right now, there's a tremendous meat shortage. Farmers markets are more essential than ever before, and everybody is robbing Peter to pay Paul. You have people right now that because they're forcing evictions, people are getting kicked out of their homes, their lights getting cut off, their phones and being cut off, their cars are being repossessed, and so much more. And then you have people that are taking advantage of the system and getting all this extra money for unemployment, yet they have an opportunity to go back to work. Now, I know it's really scary right now going back to work, trying to figure it out, trying to navigate this new thing called COVID. But we also have to realize that the more people that are on unemployment, the harder it's going to get. It's going to get worse before it gets better. I'm sorry. I'll be the one to say it. That is absolutely true. It's going to get worse before it gets better. Think about it. Certain states have cases that are going up at 100% capacity plus some. But I don't like to focus on that. I just wanted to put that out there. But the reason why also we need to be aware of that is because now people are starting to have more events. Like the 4th of July just happened over the weekend. And I went to go visit my grandparents. And 
what happened is it was so many people outside popping fireworks people didn't have masks going it wasn't no social distancing it was social engagement and i just think that's crazy so i feel like whew, i feel like yarning for one but i also feel like that we as a people we have to be a little more careful i understand we miss our family I understand we miss our friends. I understand we miss social interaction because God knows I am bored AF at the house. But I would rather be at the house and safe than to be out and have to stand in that long line to get tested for COVID. One thing that I don't want to happen is that they try to test the vaccine on me or anybody else that's black and brown. Because basically that's what they're doing anyway. But I just don't have time for that. And then I also don't want to use my podcast to talk about that either because I don't want to get demonetized and I don't want to get in trouble for saying something that even though I know it's right or what I see in my community, I don't want to get flagged for something like that because I ain't about that life. So we're going to focus on other things. Well, another thing I have begun to start to see, I see that a lot of people are really, 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 really looking to mess. And this going to sound crazy, but it's true. I was at the grocery store one day and literally this lady got out the car. She had on a leopard house coat with nothing else. Leopard house coat, hair screwed all up under her head, had flip flops on, but she had on a robe. Okay. Leopard robe. Now, you know, probably asking how, you know, she had none up under this robe because the wind hit it. When the wind hit it, everything else showed. That is crazy. I feel like this. I understand that people ain't got nowhere to go and you're only going out for necessities these days. But that don't mean you got to be walking around looking like a slave wench. Uh, That ain't it. I'm sorry. Like, I, I'll see it. I see it. What I see it. You should not go outside looking a whole fool. That's the reason why your children be embarrassed when you go down to the school with the robe on or with the dress on with all the holes in it. It's because they sitting up here like, why is my mama coming out here looking like a slave wench? My kid, my friends gonna clown me to the back row because my mama look a whole fool. But that's how they go into the grocery store. That's how they go into the grocery store. And I just thought that was insane. Also, I'm starting to see another thing. A lot of women are capitalizing off the stimulus checks to get child support from their baby father. Now, everybody know I'm a baby mama, but that don't mean I'm sitting up here trying to get up, get up off my baby dad's child support. I just feel like this. If he going to take care of his child, he going to take care of the child. You cannot force a little boy to do a grown man's job. That's just my thought, and I'm sticking to it. I know I'm going to get a lot of flack for it, but I really don't care. I do not believe in 100% putting a man on child support if he's doing right by his child. Because a lot of women are putting men on child support because they've moved on with another woman. I said it. As soon as they move on with another woman, you want to get mad. Y'all ain't together no more, so what does that make a difference? As long as he's been a good father to that child, as long as she ain't crazy and wind up and all that stuff, that's all that matters. I mean, I do your background check and all that stuff, but that's neither here or there. But I'm just saying. And then another thing I've noticed about this being a hindrance, do anybody realize how much money we spend at the grocery store? Oh, Lord have mercy. My grocery bill went from being $100, maybe $110 max a month, to now I spend about three, dollars $400 in groceries. That is too much money. And then when you do try to stay in budget, 
child, the grocery store, the prices in the store have went up so much, it make you want to eat lettuce. Literally, I am really sitting here thinking about going vegan because of the simple fact of how much this stuff costs. Got to pay some bills. Be right back. The bills are paid. Welcome back. So last time we were talking, we were talking about grocery store spending. Oh my God, the prices in the grocery store have went up so much. It really make me want to start an OnlyFans account just to buy groceries and much needed necessities. Now, this brings me to my next topic. Now, we know when we go in the grocery store these days, there is a shortage of cleaning supplies. Well, Clorox, because Clorox is winning in these streets. They DM, stay lit, and toilet paper and hand soap. But the question is, what the hell was y'all doing at first? Oh, my God. Like, you ain't got to buy $5,000 worth of Clorox and toilet paper and tissue and all the other shit you buy. I don't understand that. There are other people in this world who need to wipe their ass, too. Ain't nobody finna be like other people and wipe with their left hand and shake with their right. Ain't nobody got time for this nasty, nasty, okay? <sighs> Stop buying all the toilet paper. I digress. So, what I'm saying is this. The problem I'm looking at right now is that what have y'all really been doing? And I mean that. What have y'all really been doing? Have you really been cleaning your house the way you're supposed to? Have you really been washing your ass the way you're supposed to and cleaning your house and your kids and things? Because how is it that Clorox, the big bottle Clorox, used to be $2 now because Clorox know everybody need their cleaning supplies now it's fast. Why is the shit sold out in the store? Like toilet paper, paper towels. Y'all already cleaned the refrigerator for the meat and then y'all turn around and try to take it back to the store. Y'all is nasty for that. I'm just saying. Woo! Had to get off our chest. But what does that mean these days? So, I don't understand why people are buying over the means. Now, I understand keeping a stockpile, making sure you have the things that you need. That is absolutely fine. But don't buy more than what you can afford. Because, my friends, that is disrespectful and detrimental to everybody else who need to get supplies. But also, that goes to show that if you're buying all of that and you have the means to share, share it with somebody. It makes a world of difference. Also, during this quarantine, let's really put things in perspective. The hindrance, it was the fact that we were spending more money going out to eat, going down to the bar, having cocktails, and going to the club, and gas money, hair, nails, makeup, clothes, more than ever before. I think this particular topic is a blessing and a hindrance the reason why i say that is because all the money we were spending that was a hindrance to us we're starting to save and all the things we were spending money on that was not necessity we're putting those in a savings which is a blessing so like i said it could be a hindrance and it could be a blessing because now you're saving more money than you ever have so the question is what are you going to do with your money that you're saving for one Two, are you really reevaluating how you spend your money post-COVID? Now, we don't know what post-COVID is going to look like. We don't know if it's going to like the apocalypse outside or the second coming. We don't know if it's going to look like it is other countries where you have to wear a mask everywhere you go going forward. I mean, I'd rather wear a mask going forward than to get COVID. I'm just saying. 
And just in case for the people that's on here that don't realize it, do you know that with some life insurance companies, if you have COVID-19 or if you have had COVID-19, that you might not be able to get life insurance for up to five years? Allegedly. Allegedly. The statement I just made is fucking allegedly, but I've heard some things down to the grapevine. You might want to check it with your insurance company. That's just your learn to grow moment coming from me, Pine Size Diva. Okay. So think about how much money you're going to spend going forward. When we do open up post COVID, what is the first thing you're going to do? And that's just being real. And I mean, what I mean by that is being able to go outside, be able to go to functions, be able to go on vacation, be able to go back to work. What is your focus? What's next for you? Because I know for me right now, my focus is trying to work on my mental stability. And it's not because something's wrong. It's because I've always put things above everybody else. I put everybody else in front of me. But once in my life, I'm putting me first. So that takes a amount of of mental stability that I didn't even think I needed. Two, I really need to make sure I get grounded and focused about my weight because I do not want to be this heavy going continuing into my 40s. I don't want to deal with that. Three, I need to be able to deal with the fact that my adult child is about to leave home for good. And what does that mean for me as far as trying to find a life, to try to find friends who are going through the same thing as me, to not be depressed and eat my emotions, to find who I am and what I am and what's next for me. And do I even want to live in the state that I'm living in? Like truly what's next? Also, I have to figure out in my mind, Am I going to go deep and go hard into my spirituality and get involved in my church? And that means putting all my other things aside that I wanted to do and solely focus on trying to go into go into my spirituality stronger than I ever have and deal with everything that comes with that. So I have a lot going on and I think a lot of people do too. And then the main thing I really want to focus on is not the main thing, but it's a great deal is I need a side hustle. I'm trying to decide if I want to become a travel agent. Like right now, the traveling business is pretty much at a standstill unless you're traveling for business. People are starting to travel now, but did word to grow part two. Did you guys know that if you go to Hawaii, you are having to quarantine for 14 days at your expense? That means if you take a seven day vacation, you add 14 days today, that is the time period in which your next monthly cycle will come around if you're a woman. That is a long time. Also, another word to grow. Did you know that if you go to Aruba during COVID-19 and you go on vacation, they have COVID-19 insurance that you can get for $400 that will cover your medical expenses if you catch COVID over there for your medical care, your housing until you're able to fly back home. I didn't know that. I was looking online today because, you know, flight tickets right now are $50 a list, which I've never seen a day in my life ever, ever, ever. So I just want to look just to see just in my peripheral. Could I see some down the line? Not right now because 2020 vacation season for me is canceled, but for other people. And I just so happened to look on the Southwest.com website and I saw that, which I thought it was crazy. So, you know, just a little word to grow for you guys. I just want to see what post COVID-19 looks like. And what I mean by that is also with traveling, going back to work and also dating. 
Because now you got to think about instead of the normal question that you ask, like your name, your age, do you live by yourself? What you do for a living? When was the last time you've been tested for HIV? Now you got to ask, when was the last time you've been tested for COVID? Have you been around anybody? Have you exposed to anything that will bring you closer to getting COVID in so many words? You got to go down a different medical questionnaire than you ever have. Being single in these streets on these hoes is going to be completely different because you're going to want to get your ass whacked but you ain't gonna want to catch COVID or nothing else along the line so having sex during quarantine dating post COVID is going to be a completely different ball game and also I feel bad for the mothers right now who are pregnant and having to give birth in a hospital with only one person nobody fighting for you what if your baby is a preemie what if you have complications you don't have anybody there that can fight for your care and that's a very scary thought so my prayers are lifted to all the mothers right now that's having to deal with that and for all the family that has someone that's dealing with COVID or just in the hospital for anything I'm praying for you guys you're in my thoughts and I really hope everything works out according to God's purpose and power so within that let's turn to the other side of that as soon as we come back from this break be back y'all guys welcome back so now we're gonna flip the topic a little bit and we're gonna look at the blessings that's come out of this pandemic let's talk first of all I want to say that I am very happy to hear about so many people that are praying more than they ever have now I know I talk about a lot of things on this podcast and all y'all probably thinking like you really know who Jesus is well I hope I know who Jesus is and I really want to get to know him or whoever you decide to serve spiritually that's your business not my monkey not my circus but I know you know how I feel over here down to the channel so I'm just happy that more people are starting to get in touch with your spirituality more than ever before. And I really hope you find the comfort in which you seek. And I just really hope that you find your way in that. And I hope that if you could touch one person, one heart, one mind, one soul daily, you've done your job. Now, there's a couple of things I want to go through when it comes to this being a blessing. First, like I said in the previous part of this podcast, is that we're saving money. We're saving money, saving money. Now, if you're in a place where you cannot save money, I completely understand and I'm really praying that it gets greater later. I really do because it's a beautiful thing to be able to save money and do the things that you need to do. Secondly, I hope that you're learning more about yourself because a lot of times we're so busy, we're so preoccupied with the ways of the world and life and friends and family, dating relationships, sexual partners, everything else. And we put our heart into everything else but ourselves. So I hope you're taking time to reevaluate who are you, what are you, who you are, and where it go from there. And hopefully that you're taking the time to really, really process this time of what you need to work on, who are you and why is it happening for future reference so we're going to dive into that so what are your flaws I mean that's a really great question what are your flaws I know that sometimes we tend to hide those things in the background but since you can't talk to me and tell me what your flaws are I'm going to tell you what mine are and hopefully that you can relate in some kind of way my number one flaw is I have a tendency to try to satisfy other people 
That's been a really big flaw of mine since I was younger. And that's because I wanted love and I, ex- I seek acceptance from so many people in so many situations that I felt like if I was being happy and upbeat and pleased everybody, that it would make them love me more. And what I realized is that all it does sometimes is make them turn against you. And it also makes you, it makes them take your kindness for weakness. So don't be that person. My second flaw is, is that I realize I'm a strong emotional eater. Yes, I am an emotional eater when I have a lot of emotions I'm dealing with because I'm trying to stop drinking, which is something else I'm working on. That's a flaw. Um, But I tend to eat chocolate. Either chocolate, cashews, or I'll crave like something really greasy, like a cheeseburger or some beef, which I've been trying to come off of too. So I have to learn how to control my emotions and not eat. So what I'm going to do to combat that is I'm going to go back and start seeing a therapist. So that way I can find a positive way to get that done. And also I can work out. I can jump rope. I can run. I can get my mind off other things. And I'm also thinking about picking up the flute again because I used to play flute in high school and I also played a little bit in college. And I think that's a habit I want to pick back up. So I'm going to check into that. Also, another thing is reconnecting with yourself. And what I mean by that is your body. Reconnecting with your body to figure out what your needs and what your desires is, if you know what I mean. Because since you can't get out there to get any sex, you have to figure out what you want. But how can you figure that out if you don't figure out what you want? You get what I'm saying? Okay. You draw your inspiration however you see fit, but I'm not going to go into that at this time. Also, another one is men broken fences. Yes, I said it. Mending broken fences. And that is anybody that you have had an issue with, beef with, drama with, got into with, that is friends, family, co-workers, folks that you don't even consider family, folks that you think got a problem with you. This is the time to make peace because things are happening within a millisecond. You could blink your eyes and something will change. Change the way you think. First of all, acknowledge your part in the situation and your part in what you did wrong. Second, apologize. And don't start apologizing with, I guess I'm sorry. No, you be honest. Say, you know what? If I did anything to offend you, blah, blah, dot, 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 dot. And if you don't, if say that only if you don't remember what's really going on. Now, I will say this. It is somebody that I used to care really deeply for. And me and this person fell out. And I miss this person with everything in me. And I don't know if this particular person would ever hear it, but I am sorry. I love you. I miss you deeply. I understand my part in what happened between us. And I can't change that. I can't go back rewind eight months ago and make those things go away. All I can do is accept who I am, accept what happened, apologize, and hope that you forgive me. If you don't forgive me, that's okay. I completely understand that you don't forgive me, but I'm doing this for me. So I'm sorry. I'm not going to say who that person is, but if they hear the podcast and you want to contact me, my number is still the same. And the last thing that I think you need to do as far as mending fences fences, is if you have any issues with your parents, any extended family member, your baby mama or your baby father, go ahead and rectify those. 
come to a compromise, even if you have to agree to disagree, let those things go. Trust me. The last thing you want to do is have something happen to that person and you didn't get a chance to mend that fence. That's the last thing that you want. Another thing we need to discuss is also your undiscovered talent. Everybody has a talent. Everybody has something that they're good at that they probably hadn't shown anybody like somebody who can really, really sing or somebody who can write really well or somebody who could do graphic design. You can paint, you can dance, you can um, help work. You can help be a personal trainer, you know, undiscoveredly. You can, you're an undiscovered makeup artist or whatever your blessing is. Take this time to find out what your undiscovered talent is and turn that into something special. Hell, it might turn into an income. You never know. Go ahead and figure it out. And my last one is what's next for you? What is next for you? So I've been telling people this since the middle of February. If you come out of COVID-19 worse than how you went into COVID-19, that's a problem. Now, I'm going to say that again for the people over there in Antarctica and New Zealand who couldn't hear me. If you come out of COVID-19 worse than how you went into COVID-19, that's a problem. And the reason why I say that is because, and I hate to continue to bring this back to spirituality, but God is giving us a unique opportunity to sit our behind down and to focus on us in him. And I feel like that if we do not take this time to center our focus and do what we need to do, I mean, truly, truly, truly get about your business, cleaning up your house, sweeping up under your front porch, doing everything that you need to do, that you might not get this opportunity again. And like I said, I'm not trying to speak nothing out there. I'm not doing it. That's not my blessing. I don't do that. That ain't my style. No. But think about it. When have you had this much time to sit down and focus on you and your family, your kids or whatever situation you got going on? Never. Never. Take this time to do what's right and focus on the things that you need to focus on. And I have a bonus for one. How can you inspire others through your personal walk? And what I mean by that is this, the changes that you're making, can other people see from the outside looking in and want to change because they see you doing right? Or when they look inside your glass house, they can break down their glass because they like, okay, since that person think they're all that, I'm going to break your glass since you think you better. Don't break that glass. Don't be that person. Figure out how can you inspire others in the walk that you're in? Because you never know who's watching you. Social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, whatever it is, Snapchat, Grindr, Scruff, whatever you own. People are watching folks at an alarming rate. For the first time in the world's history, celebrities and regular people and extra super, super rich people and poor people are all on the same playing field. I don't know when we'll be all on this playing field again. But the next time on this playing field, it might be under different circumstance. Give us some thought. I'm just saying, take this blessing, learn from it. Taking a commercial break. Be right back, y'all. All right, cool. What have we all learned during this podcast? 
We have learned to turn our negative into a positive. I turn nothing into something. You turn nothing into something. Exactly. Let's turn what has happened to the world into something positive. Let's inspire others. Let's give back. Let's check on our elderly. Let's pray for the sick and shut in. Let's check on our neighbors. Let's be better parents to our children. Better spouses to our mates. Be better Christians if you are Christian. Be a better servant. Be a better better employee at work. Be a better you. Because when will we have the opportunity to improve ourselves in this manner again? Now, no doubt, I'm just like you. I want COVID-19 to go somewhere and sat out somewhere, sat out. But until he says is going to sit down somewhere we that means you and I got to do better with what we're doing now a lot of us have done things that we are not proud of we have been so busy that we have let a lot of things cloud our judgment but this is the time to fix it now I'm not saying it's going to be easy it's going to be hard you're going to go through some rough patches you're not going to understand exactly what's going on and why but just know it's going to be okay I believe in you. I trust that you will get it done. And with God's help, you can do anything. Thank you guys so much for listening to this podcast. Once again, thank you for my supporters that consistently come back and listen to me every time I drop a new podcast. Now, if you want to follow me on social media, you can follow me on Instagram on It's Hard To Be Me. That is It's Hard, the number two, B-E, me. It's Hard To Be be me. I would love to talk to you. Come on over there and join the family. Come on over. Come on in the room. And I'll be dropping a podcast again in about two weeks. I don't drop them every week. Why? Because I got a job and a life and things to do. And sometimes I'm tired and sometimes I don't feel like it. And sometimes I'm not having a good day. And that's okay to take those times. So I'll probably drop some maybe twice a month. For now, until I figure out a consistent schedule. So I hope you guys are enjoying the one so far. If you have not listened to any of the other podcasts, go back, listen to them. You'll have a lot of fun. Again, this is Pine Size Diva. It is hard to be me. Until next time, peace and love. Wash your hands. Wear a mask. Keep your families covered and safe. And most of all, be true to who you really are. Bye.